a real estate agent turned dark side to come to the world of wholesale. Not a lot of commerce happening up here in the middle of nowhere mountains. So um, the kind of money that I wanted to make wholesaling, I wasn't going to find anywhere else. She was knocking out wholesales and you could see her doing it. And I called her and the exact question was, what do you know that I don't? <laughs> and her response was, I know Jamil. The day before close, my buyer backs out. No. Yeah. And we're back with another episode of To The Moon. Well, we're back, including me and this uh, dog collar I got on here. But let's pretend, guys. Let's pretend that uh, uh, you don't see it, right? Let's uh, movie magic me in your minds and we don't see this. But uh, this episode is so, so special. And you guys have also heard me say that many times. But you know this face. You know who we are having as a guest on To The Moon this episode the none other than miss corianne wright from the astro flipping community we have seen her explode onto the scene of wholesale over the last six months but that doesn't mean that that's when she got started no 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 not at all corianne wright has been a real estate professional for quite some time a real estate agent turned dark side to come to the world of wholesale. Then she found out it was actually the light side and her entire world got flipped upside down. So we're gonna be hearing all about that. If you guys wanna learn what it sounds like to be an agent wholesaler, you're gonna wanna watch this entire episode to the end. And don't forget to like and subscribe guys because when you do that, it lets not only I know, but Corianne know that you enjoyed this as well. Yes, big, big, big hearts. Welcome to the moon, Corianne. Great to see you this morning. Hi, Jamil. It's so great to see you. I feel honored to be here. Well, I actually feel honored for you to be here as well because I have watched you perform incredible feats in the community since your arrival into it. Not only have you been instrumental in helping many new Astro community members get their first deals, but you have become somewhat of a Astro celebrity seeing as how you not only host weekly call bi-weekly calls but you are also the host of the wholesale one-on-one -on -one podcast that is on my youtube channel and so thousands of people have watched and learned from you and so we are all grateful for everything that you bring to the community but i want to rewind us to when you first found out about wholesaling Korean, tell us how did you even get started in real estate what brought you to this world and how did you become a wholesaler Absolutely. So um, I, I got my license after learning about wholesaling. It was a part of that. I'm not good at this yet moment. And I'm going to look at every direction at once to see how I can I can help myself get into real estate. So um, when I was originally struggling with wholesaling, that's when I went and I got my license. I also did my first flip. Uh, but that was all the way back in 2019. The very end of 2019, I had heard the word wholesaling for the first time. And it was at a three-day conference. My mother had invited me. And I'm an only child to a single mother. So when mom says, I need you here, you go. You go. Um, and I, yeah, exactly. And my husband came with me and my aunt came. So it was a whole family affair of we are interested in what real estate could be. And she wanted to come because she had never been a homeowner before. And she wanted to figure that out. And it was about the end of day one where my mind was exploding because I was coming from the art world. I had a running gallery. I was painting. I had commissions. That was kind of 
everything that I was focused on and I was proud of that. And so I was never ever thinking I was going into real estate. But by the end of day one, I was like, I could change my life. I could change the way I even approach art by having money in my bank account without having to sell art. I could change generational wealth. So I was just, I was on level 10 for that whole, whole scenario. And um, you saw the vision, you saw the scope and your, you just, your mind wouldn't stop turning with all of the possibilities. To the point that on day one, that night, I went home and I made a presentation on why I could not afford the particular class, but why I was the person that they wanted to choose anyway. And I gave this presentation to a few people and ended up getting a discount on, on taking that course and learning yeah. from them. Um, but it was still Good job, man. by the way, you, you earned yourself a, what kind of discount did they give you? Um, a $40,000 discount, but it meant that oh. I wasn't going to be, I know, right? Like, what? Um, but I'm always it wasn't suspect a of something that can 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 discount themselves forty thousand dollars just like that. You know what I mean? Like it it makes you wonder. Wait, hold on a second. What is your guys's real price over here? And and if I had just come in and said, "Hey guys, I only got ten grand," would it have been ten grand? I mean, I I, I wonder. But I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to throw stones quite yet. So tell me what happened. <laughs> Oh man, I wish I had you on my shoulder for that moment because I think there were some red flags. Uh, but because I got that discounted, I only got a year to learn to potentially reach out wait, to wait, their coaches. You that got kind a $40,000 discount. What did you pay? 10000 Okay. I paid 10000 to be a part of um, this particular okay. group for a year. Okay. And, I mean, um, listen, $10,000 to learn how to make, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, I would take that trade. So how did it go? Not so great. Um, mostly, I mean, over the first year, 2020, there was a lot of things changing. I did actually buy my first property in 2020. So I moved up here um, to the mountains and away from Denver. So that was a big shift. I got married in 2019 right before that. So there was lots of shifts happening in my life. So I, I take full responsibility for how I utilized that year. Uh, but when it was over, I think I had accomplished one deal, if I'm correct. Uh, but it's kind of a blur. I, like my wholesaling career up until meeting you late 2021 was was feast or famine. Like yeah. one got done, thank goodness, so exciting. Um, but then couldn't figure out the the formula. And when I left that one year coaching, which I I think I could have used better. Like I could have found a coach I latched onto, but there were hundreds of coaches. So anytime you went in to say, hey, I need help, you would just end up with somebody random and kind of have to start all over again as to what's going on. So, oh, um, so there was no one dedicated to you that understood your journey and knew what you what you knew and what you didn't know and could just kind of pick up where you might need additional help. So it was like literally having to start over every time you're going to be like, my name is Corianne Wright. I am a Sagittarius, like all of the, all of the things, right? I don't know if you're a Sagittarius or not. I just said that, but, um, so, so you're, you're in it. You, you said you didn't latch onto a coach. You're, you go, you're feast or famine. You, you get a deal done and it's kind of, it's super, super wavy, not predictable and not sustainable. So mm -hmm. what is your what does your family think about it at this point? Because you've been in it a whole year. You've moved to the mountains, which I'm sure uh, is quite peaceful. But when life is peaceful and there's not a lot happening financially, I, I think uh, anxiety might find a way to find its way to you. Right. Well, yeah. And I moved into a place where it wasn't like I was going to go get a job. Like there's not right. not a lot of commerce happening up here in the middle of nowhere mountains. So um, the kind of money that I wanted to make wholesaling, I wasn't going to find anywhere else. 
And my, at that point, so when we had, we, all of my family had gone in on this 10,000 bucks, used the last oh, of my mom's okay. savings, used Got the it. last of my savings. We, we went in together that we were all going to learn this. And I think that was a part of my crutch, right? Like if I wasn't learning it, my mom was learning it. My husband was those kinds of things. Um, and by the end of that first year, I was the only one left standing. <laughs> I was the only one left standing where I was like, no, I, and I've told you this before. I white knuckle things. Like if yeah. I have decided I'm going to do it, I will hold on until I'm bloody in the face. I will never let go. And that was my story. And at that time, my mom had already pretty much stepped away. My aunt had, my husband had, everybody was like, this doesn't work for us. What are we going to go do? There's no consistency here. And at that point, then I dropped another 3,000 to talk to a coach directly once a week. And that kind of started a, at least starting to kind of uncover the things that I personally was putting in my way in terms of wholesaling. And that was a lot of um, just personal mindset things. And he helped me uncover a little bit of that, but he was not ready to kick my butt in the way that I needed to. And he ended up pushing me off to neuro-linguistic practicing. And he was like, well, you know, go work on your brain, basically. And <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. Listen, um, I, 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 you know uh, my philosophy. I truly believe that you have to fix what's happening inside if you want to see changes on the outside. So I don't disagree with fixing your brain or for looking into NLP. There, there's a lot of practical application that you can gain from studying that. So I, I love that, that, you know, this is where they, they went, but it's interesting that they didn't help you through that. They're just like, Hey, go read a book. <laughs> Pretty much. And, um, you know, I can look back at that and go, well, his coaching style just didn't, didn't match me. And sure. I, you know, I was putting those own speed bumps in my way. I'm, I'm fully aware that I have to take responsibility for the fact that I did not learn the word wholesaling and then succeed at wholesaling. I took every possible detour <laughs> um, in terms of learning. And so I think I got maybe two or three deals done um, under his coaching. But it was, again, feast or famine. I And to the point where I'm not even keeping track of these things, right? Like, I'm just like, thank God I made some money and let's, let's see how we can keep going. And um, that's when I, I found out about you. And I found out about you because Michelle Garabito is an incredibly good saleswoman. <laughs> <laughs> and and she didn't sell me on you. Um, what she did is sold me on my first flip. And it was off of Quebec Street in um, in Colorado. And if you know Colorado, you know Quebec Street is incredibly busy. And mm -hmm. it had foundation issues. Oh. And this girl, she got me to buy that as my first flip. Wow. And I did. Okay. I got my hard money lenders in order. I got all of those kinds of things. Did, and I did was, you do okay on it? I, I, I would be scared to flip a house on the main road. Uh, but how did it go? It went okay. Um, okay. It was it was a roller coaster ride, but we did end up profitable, but almost to the point where you're like that the profit was not worth the roller the coaster headache. ride. Understood. The headache. Yeah. Well, so at least first, you didn't lose money. This first first thing you're in right now that you haven't really taken a loss on, but you must have been like, man, <laughs> Michelle is good. Oh yeah. Oh, are you kidding? And at that point we were, we were friends. Like I, I was just enjoying chatting with her and she would take my phone calls while I was crying about my contractors not showing up in the right place or whatever it might be. But of course that was also during her time where she was knocking out wholesales and you could see her doing it. And I called her and the exact question was, what do you know that I don't? 
<laughs> and her response was, I know Jamil. And wow. I grilled her. I, I, cause I, I'm out a lot of money to learn yeah. wholesaling at this point yeah. and I have not figured it out. And, and I, you're like, I the like, last thing I need right now is a, is another coach or, you know, uh, uh, whatever they call guru thing. Um, I don't know. But the last thing you need yeah, is no, somebody really. to come in and have you write a check and, and leave you hanging and tell you to go read a book. I mean, you would, nobody wants to be the fly on the wall in the conversation I had with my husband on that one in regards to, you know, yep, I'm going to go even deeper off the board. I'm going to put it on a credit card. I'm going to do uh, this. I'm going to do that. And, and that was my way of getting into astro flipping. It was a, a risk for sure. Um, but I was very excited to take it because I was mesmerized by a lot of the people that were already in the community and what they were doing. And I was certain that they knew something that I didn't. So I and, hopped on board. And let's, let's fast forward then. Did they know something you didn't? Yes. Oh, yes. How has it been? Um, a lot of things. It's been fantastic. I, I, in end of 2021 was when I joined and I probably took about a year to watch. I was camera off in the background. Who the heck is Jamil? Like judgy in all senses of the word as to what might be going on in the community. And, um, Oh, man, man, it must, have really, taken... it must have really creeped you out when I when I prayed before a call, right? You were like, but this dude is like full on Jim Jones or something. What's happening over here? That for me was actually one of the reasons where I was like, nope, this is probably where I'm supposed to be. The fact that you were praying and that there okay. was something yeah. beyond um, just making sure that I, I made the biggest paycheck possible was what I needed. And that was... It, it was a shift because, of course, coming from the art world, getting into real estate and coming in from the wrong angle, I met a lot of snaky people. I met a lot of people that were not helpful. And, and I was I was burned and very scared um, of having that happen again. And I just continuously saw people that were out for ethics, out for integrity, out for how they could be the most helpful possible. And that was that rebuilt me in in terms of how i showed up in the wholesaling world so that was a big part of it was just learning how to do it in a way where it wasn't about ripping people's teeth out it was just about here's what i know in terms of how i can help you and do any of these suit you and so watching you teach that and and watching you pray and come to it from that aspect was one of the reasons i kept showing up and knew that i needed to be there um but it was about the beginning of maybe 2022 that I turned off my cam or turned on my camera. And I remember the first time I talked to you, it was about being burned. Somebody had um, come after my character and that, that really hurt me. And I just blubbered. I was on the phone. Here's all the things going on. I'll never forget that. Yeah. I'll never forget that first interaction that we had because I, I you know, I even, I, I, I believe we, that we both knew the person who had kind of had, um, come after you or had, had, had made comments about you. And, um, obviously they're not true. You know, you're one of the kindest, most ethical, wonderful human beings I've had the pleasure of getting to know. And so there was that there was having to come to terms with self-identity and knowing that, you know, not to let somebody's opinion of you become who you are to yourself. Right. And so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that that was a very interesting conversation and i'm glad we had it in front of everyone as well because it helps people 
when we can hear what others are going through to then apply those things to ourselves and maybe learn a lesson. But so you get, you, you, you get off that first call where you, you know, a year in finally turn on your camera and cry for me for the first time. So then what, so, so what, what transpired after that? Cause it was, it was, it was pretty cool to see what had happened, you know, quite, quite soon after that. Yeah, I, um, I, there's so many different partners that I've worked with or, or people that have kind of been in and out of my sphere, but it started to get consistent after that for me, where at least I was seeing, I was seeing the speed bumps and I was figuring out how to move them. One of them was that I had hired my little brother, um, who mm -hmm. is a fantastic kind soul and not a sales guy. <laughs> Like in terms of picking up the phone and those kinds of things, he's now sure. very happily in the nursing field and it suits him so well. But I was, you know, there were so many people that I was trying to teach maybe when I wasn't quite ready to, but that mm. also meant that I was, I was learning at a really rapid rate. And so, um, I, yeah, I, I kept wholesaling and I can't tell you, and this has always been one of my big problems is that I am so certain that I am cared for and taken care of and will have enough money in my pocket, that I don't do a great job keeping track of what's coming in and out. And that's something that I'm, I'm getting much better at now um, because it's not as scary. And I think I, a part of it was that it was scary to kind of look at and figure out. Um, so yeah, since, since then I've just been trying to do my best at wholesaling and helping other people do it. And I would say that the last, maybe six months have been some of my best months in business. So let's, let's unpack one month, right? So walk us through a month in your business. How, how does it look? Sure. So it's, it's funny you bring this up now, because right now I, I smashed the cake. So I was, um, I had some partners I was working with and I had a business that we were really set on, on its name and, and pushing what that was. And I, I recently left them and I'm starting my own ventures. So um, it, it looks a little different even today, but one month for me normally looks like um, calling a lot of agents, reaching out to them like constantly. And I go a lot off of intuition. Like if I didn't enjoy the phone call and the agent doesn't match with me, then I, I put them in my nah pile. Maybe they'll remember yeah. me. But if I'm thinking of somebody, like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, huh, I'm thinking of my agent, Angela. I will call Angela and half of the time I'm going to get something out of that. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, source and intuition do a lot of my, my leading on a day to day. Um, but now it, it, I also get a lot of wholesalers that I'm helping through the loop. And that has been one of the most fun things and is expanding my business too. Like without yeah. the opportunity to teach on wholesale 101, um, I would not like, it's a trampoline for me. Cause I get to, I get to be in front of people. I get to help them with all of this knowledge that took me two and a half years. Um, so that hopefully they don't take as many detours and then we're completing the loop together. So we actually are closing one today and let me just run you through how crazy this deal was a first time wholesaler in the Astro community brought it to me and they didn't have an LLC ready to go. They didn't even know how to put the paperwork in. So I was like, great, you got the motivation. You got the agent. I'm going to put in the paperwork for you. Let's get this under contract. And we did. We started pushing it. We got a lot of buyers through the door, uh, but only one buyer really bit. And that was after quite a long time. And the the spread for that was only 1300 bucks, oh. which ugh, nothing like 
in terms of yeah. the work that's, that we were doing. A lot of kind of for, for, a, for a smaller payday. Um, so did, were you able to increase the value of that at all by, you know, maybe renegotiating or what, did that one just end at 1300? Um, well, we did increase the value, but it was a little bit more long winded than I, I expected it to be because um, I was just going to go back in for a retrade. I had every reason to. And when I called, um, the agent said, well, the seller is about to back out on you. And I went, ah. what? What's going on here? Um, and I actually convinced that agent to get me on the phone with that seller. The agent's relatively new in real estate. So um, I kind of needed to circumvent his knowledge and get direct to the seller and found out the situation. He was going to buy from a friend. That friend backed out on him. Now he's not sure what to do but if he stayed at the house that we were looking to purchase he's he's up a creek without a paddle because he's only on social security and his mortgage is about a hundred bucks less than what he makes on social security so that's nothing to live off of um so you know i really got to dig into what his issues were and so then i go and i talk to um the agent that's new and i'm like here's here's everything that this person needs go find that property and they're like, okay. So that's what we did. We actually went, we found a property, we got him under contract on that particular property. And then the day before close, my buyer backs out. No. Yeah. No. And oh my goodness, it was such a saga too, because the only reason that I had convinced that seller to go and move all of those things was because I'd already had it assigned to that buyer. So I go back to the buyer and I'm like, hey, the seller wants to cancel. And they're like, no, we want this contract strong arm, strong arm it through. So I'm mm. like, okay. And I go and I strong arm it through. And then the day before close, they're like, mm, never mind. And they throw a fit about their earnest money. Oh my what God. is going on? What so then I go, man, I, okay. Right. Wow. But then Buyers I on the like phone that with the don't, agent. they don't get to do business with me a second time. That's for sure. Well, and I would agree with you, but I got on the phone with that buyer and I was my usual self and I'm, I'm digging, I'm asking a lot of questions. Sure. What the heck happened here? But without the heck. Yeah. Um, and Come to find out, she didn't feel communicated to from my dispo side um, and thought that other things were happening within the contract. And she just she got spooked because she wasn't getting the right communication. So I go, you know, I'm here. There was was some uh, fault on your team's uh, communication cadence there that you could see and that helped you understand why your buyer had decided they didn't want to move forward anymore. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I was able to actually mend that relationship and be like, well, what are your highest priorities? Well, here's my highest priorities. Here's what's going on with the seller. How does that make you feel? Like we just kind of went back and forth for a while until she was like, yeah, okay, we can close this. We just need another week to get our lender through the process. But at that point, it had already defaulted and I had already canceled on the seller. So um, we go back to the seller with a different LLC that we hold within the company, because obviously they're already burned by the first one. And we get it back under contract a little bit lower, still knowing that it got enough cash for their other sale. And end of story is we made about 55,000 instead of, I'm not 55,000, I'm sorry, um, 5,500. Oh my God, I was about to fall out of my chair and that would have been another accident here. I don't, you would have been responsible for another vertebrae. No, 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 Jamil. 5,500, but it was um, 9,000 total in the spread. We just actually agreed to pay that agent um, because we were we're trying to make the best situation for yeah. everybody. And still, that's a lot better than 1,300. And um, 
was able to pay the original person for their first deal. They got double what they thought they were going to make. They took home that full 1300. Amazing. Amazing. So win, win, win all around. You really took control of that situation. You helped the buyer. You mended the relationship. You helped that seller. You got them into a new place. I mean, it's like you connected all the dots and you do so masterfully because you do have that special, special, uh, a secret weapon in your back pocket called a real estate agent's license. And you know, I'm the one of the few people in this business who I'm an advocate for getting your real estate license. I think that it can't hurt and it can only help if you have access uh, and also have that license that literally is a badge of honor to many other agents and just gives you a whole schwack of credibility and really doesn't affect you negatively as a wholesaler at all. All the all of the the myths out there about not being able to wholesale as a real estate agent are untrue, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know many people have uh, have decided un un really without any any cause that there is an ethical situation that doesn't allow real estate agents to wholesale, which again is completely uh, unfactual. So you should probably reach out to Coriana if you have any questions. If you're a real estate agent watching this right now and you want to learn how you can increase your commissions, increase your spreads, especially given the ruling that just recently happened with the NAR mm-hmm. lawsuit with now buyer's agents needing to pre-negotiate their commissions with their buyers before they go into contract on a property. Of course, this hasn't become law and this is not uh, something that anyone needs to think about quite yet, but it's coming around the corner. And so it would not be a, a bad idea for real estate agents to learn how to wholesale so that you can increase the value that you can bring or make out of every deal. Corianne, there's going to be a number of people watching this that are going to want to reach out to you and do business with you. What would be the mm-hmm. best way for people to connect with you? To find me on Instagram. It is just my name, Corianne Wright, and I keep track of that and I'm more than happy to connect with people. And I, I get more deals probably through my IG DMs of people that don't know how to get that deal through. And I'm that's what I'm here for. And you mark you work in which market specifically? I work in Florida, Colorado, and Tennessee. And are you able to help people in any market if they need help? I'm able to connect them with anybody beautiful, that beautiful. can help them. Corianne is well connected in the community, guys. So I would highly recommend reaching out to her and getting to know her, especially again, if you're a real estate agent and you want to learn how to make more money in your business, being a real estate agent and an investor at the same time. Corianne, people can also find you on a show on my YouTube channel called Wholesale 101. Can you give us information about that? Yeah, absolutely. So on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. PST, um, we have Wholesaling 101. It's always on hump day, so we can help people get over the hump in their business. And we're normally focused on comps, calling agents, how to find buyers, all the cool things that we can find in Privy. Amazing. And you can see that again on this same YouTube channel that you're watching this on. Coriana, it has been a delight getting to know you over the years. I am so grateful for our friendship. I have absolutely loved watching you not only explode in the world of wholesale, but really come into this incredible balance of not only being a wholesaler investor, but an artist. For anybody wondering about her art, right there, if you see right where I'm pointing right now, uh, my puppy dog, Easton, passed away. And 
days after my uh, my dog died, I happened to be in a convention in Las Vegas, and I got to meet Corianne in person. And I will never forget where we met at a coffee shop in uh, I think it was the MGM, right? Uh, but we we mm -hmm. met on we met at a coffee shop, and she handed me this beautiful painting, which now is an installation in my set here. Uh, she captured the eyes so wonderfully and I'll never, ever, ever uh, forget how you made me feel that day. And so again, I mm -hmm. want to thank you for your friendship and I'm so grateful to know you. And is that a painting that you created behind you as well? That is one of my husband's paintings, actually. Wow. Um, you got, you, you're, a, you're a family of artists. We are. We we both met at art school and um, was one of the reasons we knew that we wanted to add real estate because art can be volatile, but you want to be able to still make consistently. And I can say that my my interest in wholesaling and my interest in real estate has facilitated a full-time career for him in art because he had a museum show last year, the Boulder Museum of Contemporary Art. He's got a solo show right now. He's got some big commissions. I'm just, I'm hella proud of him. And I'm telling him he has to scoot over in the studio soon. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Corianne. And anybody, if you're out there right now and you're wondering, how do I do this? How do I get involved? How do I change my life the way that Corianne did? Make sure you reach out to her on Instagram. Again, her Instagram handle is just her name, Corianne Wright. And if you have any questions about what the Astro Flipping community is about, I would actually also message Corianne because she's got a phenomenal uh, grasp on what we do in this community. Thank you so much for joining me today. And for everybody tuning in, We'll see you in the next one. Thank you, Jamal.